It's time once again for the Go-Giver Podcast, where we explore five timeless principles that will increase the profitability of your business and the joy in your life. Now, here's your host, the co-author of The Go-Giver, Bob Berg. Hello again, I'm Bob Berg, and we have what I hope you'll find to be an interesting and value-packed show today. Do you have a bias toward action? We'll look at that in our thought of the day. And in our interview segment, Jim Palmer takes us through the power of fast decisions. That and more on today's show. I thank you for joining us. As important as it is to learn and study, as vital as it is to have a great idea, any type of progress we as human beings make is always the result of having taken action. That doesn't mean we should act on every idea or without giving it proper thought and evaluation. We absolutely should. But if we've determined that the chances are it's the right action to take, we should take that action. Some people, once they determine it's the correct action, they are excited to take that first step, even if it's a small one. Entrepreneur and author Robert Ringer refers to this as a bias toward action. And it makes sense that the people with this bias are the people who do accomplish things. After all, we can have the best thoughts, the most powerful ideas, and the greatest of intent. But without action put into the mix, nothing can happen. It simply cannot happen. For some people, though, making a decision to take action is difficult. This could be from upbringing or it could be a part of one's nature. If you're the type that feels as though you have trouble pulling the trigger and that that has actually held you back from accomplishing all you might have, then you might want to retrain yourself to take that first step. Like anything else, start off small. Begin to develop and flex those action muscles. Here's how simple it can be. I remember nearly 35 years ago attending my first Zig Ziglar live seminar, and he suggested that when someone asks, how are you, a great way to respond is, great, but getting better. So I did that with the next person who asked me how I was. I did it for a while, and while it wasn't something I chose to continue, I loved trying it. It can be as simple as that. When you learn something that takes very little effort to do, and with no downside, just take action on it. Feel the success simply in taking the action. Then build on your small successes and continue to act on that which you learn and make sense to you. I also began implementing many of the principles and strategies Zig taught in his books and audios, and those of you who know some of my story know the huge difference it made in my sales productivity and in my life. I've done this with many others and in different areas. Some things work better than others. That's part of life. But I'll just tell you, anything that did work, worked because I took action and I worked it. I had a bias toward action. And that's what I wish for you. To reiterate, Please know that doesn't mean you act on everything or act without thought. It simply means to take that action if and when you've come to the conclusion it's the right one to take. Have a bias toward action. Again, practice with the little things and build your way up. We'll look a bit more into this topic with our guest, super entrepreneur Jim Palmer. And that's coming up right after this. Let me ask you, would you like to become objection-proof? Would you like to close sales gentler, easier, and more effectively than ever before? Would you like to never again have to discount your prices? Would you like to learn the one thing that motivates every human being to action and the only reason why people ultimately buy? 
Do you want to more effectively than ever before communicate the exceptional value that you provide to your customers and clients? If you answered yes to these questions, then what you want is to learn how to sell the go-giver away. If you'd like to dramatically increase your ability to influence and sell, then check out my one-hour audio program, Selling the Go-Giver Away. For more information, click the link in the show notes. Jim Palmer is truly a marketing and business building expert, as well as a very in-demand business coach. He's the founder of the Dream Business Academy and Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind Program, as well as host of Dream Business Coach TV and the Stick Like Lou radio podcast, based on Jim's unique brand of smart marketing and business building strategies. He's the author of six books, his newest one being Decide, the Ultimate Success Trigger. While best known for just one of his businesses, No Hassle Newsletters, he's a veteran of a number of businesses. And I can tell you firsthand, this guy knows his stuff. Plus, he's a great friend, a family man, animal lover, and one of life's true good guys. He also has a big event coming up in February, which we'll chat a bit about as well later. Hi, Jim. Bob, how you doing, my friend? Such an honor to be on your program. Always love having the opportunity to speak with you and learn from you, which I do every time we speak. Uh, your book talks a lot about the importance of making fast decisions. Why is that important? You know, growing businesses thrive on momentum, Bob. And, you know, one of the things that uh, slows a business down is indecision and perfections. And sometimes they go hand in hand. I wrote about that uh, this morning as far as perfection. But, you know, indecision is is just a progress killer. And, you know, you know me, I'm a boater. So in nautical terminology, it's like throwing a big anchor off the stern, the back okay. of your boat and trying to get up on plane. <laughs> you know, if nothing ever launches and if you just can't make a decision, decision, you're not going to move forward. Now, in reality, the ability to make a decision, I think it's kind of like your muscle, your decision-making muscle. And the more you use it, the stronger it gets, the better you're going to be at it. Not every decision works out, but if you look at an opportunity or a challenge or some kind of a question you have about your business, you decide yes or no, and you move forward. Not yes or no, the opposite or the kind of the middle ground where it's, I'll think about it, be put it on the back burner or whatever you're going to do with it. That sends you to a place I call Squishyville, and that's where opportunity goes to die. Okay, so let's talk about Squishyville then. What about the people who say, no, wait a minute, Jim. You know, I mean, that's that's your personality type. I, I get that. But, I, you know, I'm the kind who really needs to to think about it and and really make sure I have that, my ducks in a row and, and the whole thing. So what's your response to that? You know, I didn't, I didn't buy my house or I didn't buy my boat in six hours or even two hours. It took me several <laughs> weeks and a month. So in reality, though, if you think about how many decisions we make as entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. um, it's probably hundreds a day. And I mean, when somebody needs a question answered or somebody's got this or that, should you do something with price? Should I appear on this show or that show? Or should I, when should I launch my new product? I mean, there's literally many, many, many decisions. The ones that are kind of life-altering or super serious, obviously they need a little more time, but they don't need six months. I, I don't know any decision that needs that, <laughs> right? And when people think about something, a couple things happen. First of all, I do think the world is just spinning around and happening at a much faster pace with things like social media and all these different things. What's an opportunity today might not be an opportunity tomorrow, next week, or next month. So if, if you do have an opportunity today, Bob, one perfect example in the world of social media is Meerkat, which, you know, live video streaming. So a couple of years ago, Meerkat, everybody's talking about it. it's the greatest thing going. Well, that's out of business now. I mean, there is Facebook Live and there's other things, but if you were to kind of uh, 
put a stake in the ground with one thing or another opportunity and then you wait too long, it mm -hmm. might be gone. Now, so let me go back to something that you mentioned very briefly uh, earlier. You mentioned perfectionism mm. and that that can kind of be a, a killer of action taking. And I, I've certainly seen that and I've experienced that personally too. You say good is good enough. Now, I, yes. I, I know because I, I know you, you do excellent work. So you're not saying do shoddy work, but you're right. saying good is good enough and, and explain that. What do you mean? You know, I learned that and... Um I think it was either Dan Kennedy or Bill Glazer said that. I'm not sure which one, but it came out of the Glazer-Kennedy organization. So I don't want to take <laughs> so, credit so for many, that. So many good things do. Oh, they? my goodness. But <clears throat> so, Bob, as an example, my first book, The Magic of News Out of Marketing, it took 18 months to launch. In reality, it took me a little over a year to write and six months to get comfortable pulling the trigger. Mm. Because if my name's going to be on the cover, God forbid there's a missing comma or I put S-U-N instead of S-O-N somewhere. Right. I don't want people saying, what a boob, he can't put two sentences together, he mangles the English language. And we have all this fear. It's like, I've got to find every last mistake. Now, I, when I went to a conference, I heard Bill say, look it, if you're an author and somebody goes to a bookstore, remember bookstores, and they look on the shelf, right? And they see your book, it's got a good cover, intriguing title or topic, and, and you say, wow, this looks good. And then somebody buys it. Well, they're going to consume your information. If that book is still in your word processor, mm. uh, you're first of all, you're depriving those people people of your information that can truly help them. You're mm -hmm. also going to deprive yourself of a sale and possibly more business. And so you just have to pull the trigger. Now, I, I like every, most people, I'm a work in progress, but my last two books, Stop Waiting for It to Get Easier and, and Decide, I did those in 60 days from the time I stopped writing until the time they were available for uh, sale was 60 days. Wow. There's a there's a strategy because I know a lot of people, myself included, formerly of the corporate world, where we always want to be perfect, mostly because in the corporate world, you don't want to get smacked by the boss. <laughs> but in your own world, you're the boss or your customers, and that's why we get held back sometimes. But what you want to do, and this is hard, but it, it gets better you with, with practice, you make a decision that you're going to be judged on the quality of the content and the value and the information that you're providing and not the imperfect way in which you provide it. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, whether it's my books or my videos, I, I'm, I, I'm kind of mangle the English language sometimes. I do a lot of interviews like this and sometimes I'll say the wrong thing. But, you know, all in all, really, if people are getting a lot of good information that's going to help them, it's okay if you're not perfect. Nobody's perfect, by the way. And so get over yourself for right. that. Right. Learn, learn to accept that and embrace that, I guess, right? That's, exactly. Yeah. You know how I learned that, Bob? My first book, uh, about three weeks after it was out, somebody... Hey, Jim, on page 86, you have a dangling participle. And Bob, to this day, I have no idea what a dangling participle you know, I, I is. I don't either, and I was an English major in college, and I, have, oh I still have no idea. <laughs> and, uh, I, and I said, well, thanks. And at first, in, in my little, the voice in my head said, what the heck is that? And why are you bothering me that? And how embarrassing is that? But anyway, I said, did you learn anything out of the book? Oh my gosh, yeah, I love this, that, and the other thing. And I thought about it for a couple hours, probably stewing a little bit. And then I said, well, wait a minute, he got a lot of value out of the book. He just didn't think it was perfect. And I thought, oh, that's not a bad model to follow. That's funny. That's funny. I love what you uh, mentioned earlier, that that uh, concept called a bookstore. I, I, uh, isn't that one of those places that sells uh, coffee? Exactly. <laughs> oh, boy, it's go going the way of the dinosaur, which is kind of yeah. sad. But then again, I, I get most of my stuff from online also. Yeah, we can tell you and I are of the same basic age group, huh? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, so 
you write about authenticity, about entrepreneurs being their authentic self, and that's something obviously well, I'll, I'll agree with. I think that's intuitive. But how do you suggest tapping into that, staying congruent with that? It's funny, Bob. I almost liken it to that phrase which says um, – uh, honesty is the best policy because then you don't have to worry about who you told what to. Hmm. You know, it'll the truth will sh- will set you free. And so I learned this when I was started doing videos in 2009. I started doing weekly videos, and to me, if I'm going to put myself kind of like the book, if I'm going to be on camera mm-hmm. and I'm I'm trying to present myself as a smart coach or something or business guy, I better not be the goofy self I am 99% of my life. <laughs> and so I tried to be all serious and you know have a, just some this is some good information I'm going to share with you, you know? And then I started loosening up a little bit Mm -hmm. and probably about three months in, I used to shoot videos in my kayak and I slipped in the lake getting in my kayak and I was wet. It was April. So I think I was pretty cold. And I'm, I'm put, I put my uh, camera in the tripod uh, in the cup holder and I'm paddling, telling my lesson. I'm pretty sure it was about action versus ideas, right? And the little voice in my head said, tell them what just happened. So I said, Hey, by the way, I just fell in the lake. I'm cold. I held my camera up. It got saved, but the show must go on. (laughs) And after like three or four months of doing weekly videos, which maybe got one or two likes or whatever, all of a sudden I got like 40 or 50, a couple comments like, boy, did anybody catch that? Will we see it on funniest home videos? (laughs) And and it was just like, oh, wait a minute. I was just my, all I did was be myself because I would tell anybody that, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes Stephanie grimaces that I share too much of my shortcomings sometimes (laughs) with the world. But, you know, and I thought, well, the funny thing is, my business really started growing. And the more I just was, this is who I am, especially when I started doing my live events, Bob, this is who I am. So I think it's both liberating, but it's also you're going to attract people that are like you or attracted Mm -hmm. to you, but you're going to repel some people. I've had people, potential coasting coaching prospects. I can think of one attorney in Philadelphia that just was a little turned off by my, um, the fact that unless I am in, on stage or something, I pretty much wear a t-shirt, you know, <laughs> and just my style. And he was, he just thought for the money I was going to charge him, I should be a little more serious and come down to his office and basically bring, you know, whatever every time. I, and that's just not me. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because that's not the way right. I want to do business. So you'll, you'll attract people being authentic and you're going to repel people and that's okay. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love your videos. You are very, and I was just thinking about it more, and I've always loved your videos. I've always been a big fan of them. Um, but I never really thought about authenticity in that regard. But you are. In fact, you jump into the water, uh, you know, yeah. at the beginning of those. You can't get more authentic, I guess, than that, because uh, that, that is you. Um, but really, you do, when you talk to us, you're really having a conversation, with us and and we do and i mean i know you personally so i know the congruency between your videos and uh in person and it really is the same you are very authentic and that really is um i think another thing now this sort of falls under authenticity but when i turn on the camera i don't imagine on average that now about 1500 people watch the videos but i only imagine i'm talking to one person Mm -hmm. i like everybody should have the at perfect avatar who's your perfect customer or prospective client or whatever. And I think about that person. And all I do is I look at the lens and I think I'm looking in their eyes and I'm just having a conversation. Yesterday I did when I was out for an early morning walk with my dog. And now that you got your iPhone, you got your camera everywhere. <laughs> and I just shot a video and I had the farm where I'm living currently in the background. And and it was just, I just had a quick conversation about something that was going on. I didn't think about it. I didn't script it. I didn't write out what mm-hmm. it was going to say. And Blue kind of 
almost ran away, but I so kind of yanked me. The camera jostled. I don't care. That was a two to two and a half minute video with Jim that I wanted to share. Right. That's authenticity, and that's really appealing to a lot of people. Yeah, it's important to make the point that you know you don't have authenticity doesn't mean you go out and do crazy things for the sake of doing crazy things. It means that you do what you do because it's you. Right. Uh, and it's congruent with you. If someone has more of a serious nature, uh, that's how they should be. And that lawyer who you talked about would probably be more attracted to doing business with them, which is appropriate. Although I yeah. bet that lawyer doesn't know what he missed by not doing business with you. But, <laughs> but again, that's a, you know, people make their decisions based on their their um, belief systems and, and that's what they do. And that's OK. Uh, as I mentioned, when we began, you host an event called Dream Business Academy. I spoke mm -hmm. there last year and I'll be there again this year, which I'm honored to be. It, Jim, it's really a fantastic event you put on. And I know because I spoke with people about it and they see their businesses greatly accelerate. Uh, as a result. And it's always just such a nice, wonderful group of people. Uh, tell us a bit about it. I know it's uh, it'll be February 8th, 9th, and 10th in Orlando. We'll have information on that in the show notes, but uh, give us a, an overview. And I'm, I am so blessed that you said yes a second time because uh, everybody loves you. Gets a, you got a standing ovation. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> Thank it's, you. You're one of the, you are truly one of the gifted speakers. And I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart, the way you kind of deliver a message and have the audience just follow you. It's amazing. So I, I want to learn kind. from you more. But Bob, it's a three-day event. It's um, no fluff. It's a pitch-free zone. This isn't the kind of place where you're going to, every hour there's a new speaker followed up with a an order form because, you know, he was born under a bridge and learned how to make a million dollars in for fourteen ninety seven today, only the first <laughs> 10 people. You know, this isn't that. I waited a long time to actually do my events because I wanted them to be different. And this is a very authentic I do 80% of the teaching, and mm -hmm. I show everything from the good, the bad, the ugly. I talk in a very personal way about how I started my business after the unemployment and cancer and, and huge amounts of debt. And I share some of those details because in some ways, that's where some of the people are now, and it, I think it helps to know that. But basically, in a nutshell, Bob, we teach marketing. We teach mindset. I share the Million Dollar Platform, which is how I've grown my dream business, and it's how I continue to market it today. Um, and it's a wonderful event where people, uh, two, uh, I've, I've sold out five now and two dream business academies ago, somebody said, when's the next reunion? And to me, I didn't just hear when's the next event. I heard that word reunion. I said, <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so special because friendships are made there. People do business with each other. It's just a, it's a really unique environment. There's only about 50 people. I keep it small because honestly, I could never stand in front of a thousand people and, and talk about all my shortcomings <laughs> as, like I do there. <laughs> Jim Palmer is a highly <laughs> successful, hugely successful coach, speaker, entrepreneur, and author of a number of books. You can actually get his latest book, Decide, which we've been discussing today, for free as a gift from Jim. You just pay the shipping and handling charges, and that's at decideforsuccessbook.com, and that's in the show notes, of course, with lots of other information on connecting with him, and make sure you check out this uh, Dream Business Academy. It's fantastic. Thank you so much, Coach Jim, and see you next month. Thank you, Bob. Greatly appreciate it. You have a great day. The main lesson I learned from Jim is that when it comes right down to it, deciding and taking action is the differentiator for the successful person. How do you do with that? Do you have a bias toward action? Please feel free to write to me at bob at berg.com and let me know. We might even share your email on an upcoming program. Remember, the Go-Giver makes an excellent gift to those in your life in order to help them lead better, 
sell more, and touch the lives of more people in positive and significant ways. Visit thegogiver.com and check out the new expanded edition of the book. And while you're there, check out John David Mann's and my newest book, The Go-Giver Leader. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and provide a review on iTunes. Visit thegogiver.com slash reviews. I enjoy reading every review. And your review will also help others to much more easily find this show. That's all for today. The Go-Giver podcast is brought to you by thegogiver.com. Visit www.thegogiver.com and get our free special report, The Go-Giver Way, Five Principles for Creating a Culture of Excellence. That's thegogiver.com. Stop on by. Thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, I'm Bob Berg. Make it a great day.